Hey, hi. Tonight on the Let's Wish podcast, the Triple Swishers tackle important subjects such as teen energy, clean pregnancy, and beef memories. With special guests, Liz and in health practitioner, Dr. John. Dr. John is not a medical... Pre- I don't, Dr. John is not a professional medical practitioner. Brought to you by you, me, and everyone you fucking love. Let's swish! I guess I'd just like to say, mm-hmm. Chris and I were talking today, okay. and we realized that we got juice, okay. and we want to juice the juice, and uh, we thought it would be fun to uh, start a internationally successful men's health empire starting Right here by surprising you right. to What's set up microphones. This is really a surprise intervention. Great. Intervention where we... About men's health? Yes. Okay. Your health. Mine health. Yes, mine health. Yes. Okay. Um, so we thought the best way to do that was to... Really original thought. Okay. Um, start a paper print magazine. Okay. But... Instead, we're just going to go ahead and do a podcast. Okay. And, uh, you let's know. Let's switch the podcast. Let's switch the podcast. Is it? That that was the idea. Okay. Got it. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, this makes sense. Okay. You know? Now, now it's all coming together. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. So, we had a bunch of good ideas. Okay. Hit me with the uh, top uh, three. Well, I wrote it down, but I didn't bring here. Okay, that's uh, that's, that's the number one on the switch right. list. Bring I think. the stuff. Yeah. Uh, but Chris, Chris wanted to be a wizard in a tower. Okay. Not a tower in a castle. A castle. A tower is more of like a. You're banished to a tower. Correct. I would like to dwell within the bowels of a, a fully functioning castle. Um, so okay. We okay. were thinking, why not build our own castle? Okay. Out of, uh, yeah. But I get to be the wizard. Okay. There's uh, lots of uh, other but, positions uh, open. All right. But the point is, is that uh, we were talking about Jordan Peterson. That's yeah. his name, correct? Jordan. Jordan? Uh-huh. Yeah. Might be a soft J. Yeah. And we were talking about why people on both sides of the political spectrum like him. And uh, we were putting... Uh, these sort of directional... Well, Bob was all like, what's up with that guy? Yeah. The people on the right like him? Mm-hmm. I said that. Those people like things? Mm. <laughs> huh? Yeah, you're talking you about know? the Republicans. The Republicans. Oh, right, right. right. <clears throat> Not like regular Republicans. And I was like... Hardcore. Yeah, of course they like him. Or rather, mm. I said, the people who aren't too far gone like him. Okay. Point... I well, guess. I mean, where does that, uh, you know? How does that get to the Swish the podcast? Well, no, not necessarily. I see exactly. We're already in the Swish the podcast, really. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. It's already come. Yeah. You know, with the Jordan Peterson thing, I uh, want Chris to uh, speak on this because 
uh, he sort of was like, I just want to be a, a king wizard. I believe it was just regular wizard. Maybe Not king wizard. King wizard. I don't need to be king wizard. Right. Number one, lead wizard. First chair wizard. And... The chips will fall how they may. Yeah. But we thought, you know, we all could occupy a different place in the castle. Okay. And one of the things we could do is sort of celebrate all of the cool friends we have by having our friends come in and have it just be like a nice MDMA fest of like oh, telling yeah. people what we love about them and asking how how they live their lives. Right. We're talking about like Brad Snow. We're talking Brad Snow. Okay. Brad Snow. All right. Great. Just Brad Snow. We're talking Lauren Turk. Okay. We're talking about all right. right on. We're talking Genevieve. Amanda. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Amanda. For sure. Okay. We're talking great. all the people that make our lives electric, baby. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're also talking just us, too. Okay. Yep. We're just also talking, we're let's plug the SPD into yeah. the soundboard. Let's plug in a bass. Let's okay. plug in a guitar. Mm-hmm. Just do some shit. Yeah. Because there'll be time to break into song. Oh, yeah. Surely. There must be, yeah. Um, we can sabotage people. We can invite them on the podcast, and we can kind of gang up on them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. As well. Great. Yeah. Could or be we, a could selectively, we could selectively gang up on each other mm-hmm. in, the, each in the presence of a guest. Yeah. We could be texting <laughs> each other while we're talking, yes. but not sharing it with everyone. You so do that? that one person feels different than the other people. Yeah. Exclusive. That's later <laughs> when we become jaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We can do a lot episodes, of things. For sure. You yeah. Know, yeah. No, I mean, I think that the plan is one a day. One a day. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> like that. No, but uh, Chris is going to give up everything and do this with us. It's so. crucial that I give up everything to do this. Yeah. Oh, is it? Food, water, yeah. auto, sunlight, transport. Yeah. Auto insurance. Auto insurance. Yeah. And auto erotic asphyxiation. Given oh, that's it hard to say. So in a, in a way, Brendan, you're yeah. the first guest. Okay. I'm glad to be. On your own podcast. Well, you know, it's really a... <laughs> Equally, equal equity member. It's an honor to be here. Um in my why don't you just say your measurements in, in your <laughs> that's what they want to know <laughs> so i'm sorry what did you do with that? your measurements i think my that's what everyone wants to know right now i am uh you're about 40 how many sheets to the wind 74 four eleven by sheets. 16 yeah five sheets to the five wind? <laughs> somewhere between six and oh i don't five. know six and ten six and nine mm-hmm. i didn't didn't see sheets to the wind. Anyways, well, um, I, I had some. I've, yeah. Well, are you done introducing yourself? Uh, no, well, you just, just keep going, maybe. No, yeah. keep going. Measurements. Uh, maybe say your full four, name at birth. Four eleven. Uh, he used to be called four eleven. Used to be three eleven. Hundred and uh, hundred and. You think you've a funny weight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's uh, a funny weight? Just your own weight, <laughs> because that's a foot shorter than you. you yeah, know, so that's just funny uh, automatically. Um, how many leagues right. under the sea are you? Uh, well, you know, what's interesting about this is you guys keep asking me these number questions. <coughs> um, because, uh, you know, there's this philosophy that Jerry Seinfeld was sharing in a YouTube video that Amanda told me about um, that I had also seen but not clicked on. That um, if you ask someone a, a number question, they're much more likely to want to keep having conversation with you. Yeah, a really? number, something like that. I'm butchering it. I made it. Is that, that shit so up. though? No, it, we, well, maybe. 
Yeah. Maybe it's so. Yeah. Like maybe Amanda told you about that. Oh, she definitely told me something. I'm, I guarantee Dude, that. Dude, that's the I, gist, though. We're gonna have to have our fans go mm. check on the YouTube. Our mm-hmm. fans, the maggots. Oh, the maggots. The swish oh, maggots. Oh, great. Our fan club of trolls. Okay. So, Brendan, do you, are you saying <laughs> that you want to talk to us more since we've asked you all these number related questions? Yeah. Now you're yeah. like, I just. Now need, yeah. Now I'm in. Now yeah. you're into the one a day, huh? All right. So <laughs> tell us, tell us about phase. Phase. Okay. So phase correlation. Brendan's been uh, into phase. I've been into phase. Um, yeah, it's you know it, it's just I uh, I was actually I reopened an old song I've been working on and just spent a few hours and just like getting all the, the instruments in phase with each other. Um, huh? Yeah. What does like that get, even mean? Okay, so phase you know is like when you have a waveform you know. That's squiggly, a sound. Any sound. Guy. Yeah, any sound obviously produces a waveform. Um, really low frequencies, or really low sounds, like sounds that are like a you know, tuba or a whale or something are going to have a really slow waveform, right? So it's going to look like um, a wave that just keeps just gently rolling like a hill. And then mm-hmm. like a really high frequency, like uh, some of the higher shrill parts, like a baby crying, yeah. Things like that, uh-huh. yeah. And then we're talking. That's really good. Thank you. Like uh, those those frequencies are really tight together, right? You know, like so, a like a like a saw, like, like a, a saw, exactly. Which so is, they're like know, really extroverted, need to be really close. Really, exactly. They want to be right up against each introverted other. Introverted yeah. low. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, when um, when you record a signal, um, well, c- certain Certain instruments will have overlapping frequencies, right? Bass and the kick drum, you know, something like that, right? Just as an example. Uh, There's going to be a lot of those frequencies coming out of both of those instruments that overlap. And, like, they are not in phase with each other, meaning they're not crossing over, you know, a point of zero. If you're you're thinking about a graph, Uh then they're going to cancel each other out and they're going to cause filtering of each other. You're not going to be able to hear them they're not going as well they're going to be less punchy do, less do a lot of people try and remedy that with equalization some people do and i think to their own demise at times right and for me it's been to my own demise for a long time because it's like I'm just trying to fix something that sucks you know instead of just actually fixing the real problem which in a lot of times is the phase because- so how do you fix th- so you're saying when you record mm-hmm. instead of doing it badly you're learning to do it well as to not make horrible problems for yourself later down the line that you That's try true. and fix with remedy after remedy that doesn't address the root problem. Yes. That they were out of phase. Yeah, which I guess can be extended to being a metaphor for life in general. It sure can. Yeah. But yeah. so how do you adjust, how do you make sure it's in phase to begin with? Well, I mean... Um, or do you not? Do you just fix it after, you could flip the phase? Um, you can flip the phase and there's a lot of new, you know technology that you can basically move the phase very slightly mm-hmm. and the polarity of the audio signal is getting you know yeah, yeah no. so this is after the fact so you don't need to do it so you're saying technology has gotten to the point maybe that you don't need to do it well to begin with oh well yeah across the board yes yeah and you can just fix it afterwards thanks Absolutely. to technology but yeah. now you know that you need to fix it yeah that's great yeah the things wow. that can fix are surreal it's you're also saying you saw some some dead bodies, huh? I have seen some dead bodies. Yes, <laughs> I've seen several dead bodies. Did you touch them? 
Uh, I, uh, well. Sorry, let me give a better yeah, take of that yeah, great line. Yeah. Did you touch them? Uh, <laughs> the answer would be. I've touched. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. touched some dead people. Touched some dead people. Yeah. It's quite a moment. When was the last time? Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It's, uh. I saw my grandfather's dead body mm-hmm. and my grandmother's dead body. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. You know, I'm sad to say I did not see my grandmother's dead body. Mm. I just didn't go home. Yeah. It was kind of weird. It's okay. Yeah. Do you regret it or are you? Um, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> you, should go, you should go be with your family. Yeah. When something like that. No, no that's true. I'm, I went, my grandpa just died and I'm very happy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm very happy that I went back to be with my family because it felt like I was truly alive <laughs> instead of some sort of person hiding from my entire life. Yeah, dude, that's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but there was a moment where I was like, should, should I go? Maybe fuck it. Right. Um, but I'm glad you that I didn't. were in New York or something, right? No, I flew. Well, I was going back to Chicago. Um, anyway, and I just went to Buffalo first. Hmm. Pit stop. I remember when Cue Connor Buffalo died. Buffalo Soldier, right? That's right. the point. Yeah. yeah, played on an SPD, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. we'll have to maybe... We'll do our can we can we cover what are the music rights situations on oh, for yeah, podcasts? Well, that's can a good like question. can we sing a song? Can we parody it? Can we parody a song? I think yeah, the parody laws are are much more lenient than Buffalo you know, hot coverings, wings. You know, laws. yeah, <laughs> Buffalo hot wings. Buffalo yeah. hot wings. <laughs> like dipping in applesauce. Yeah, bungalow Folgers. Ooh, coffee in your bungalow. Mm-hmm. Now we're selling. Mm-hmm. We're selling. We need advertisements. Oh, yeah. That's what we... We've been Wait, doing this too long without an advertisement. So the first thing is find friends to give us money for advertising space, right? Well, we've got all that all figured out. Okay, we've been great. talking about this. We've been planning this podcast for over two hours now. Okay, so. okay. Brad Snow. Uh, yeah, Brad Snow. If you want to uh, Venmo us right now. Right? That would be great. Um, yeah, we're thinking it might be cool to like uh, do like a Facebook Live thing too. Okay, great. So yeah. people can watch whatever happened and then just interact, right? And they can tell us to fuck off. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, uh, or we could yeah. ask them questions. It'll be just something to throw throw to. Have you heard that term? I yeah. don't know that term, but throw I think it, I get it. Throw, throw it, it over to, to, the, to the Facebook. Hey, okay. Sal, yeah. throw it over here. Okay. And also, we can go to restaurants with a microphone on and review the restaurant. People will like that. Fantastic. Like okay. Letterman on the streets. Okay. Remember Dave Letterman? Oh, sure do. favorite comedian. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about Dave Letterman? Uh, I think he's pretty cool. Uh, I think he, like, I mean, anyone who can physically and mentally do it for as long as him uh, is incredible. But David yeah. Letterman, I don't know. He was never his favorite, uh, my favorite, as you know, in comparison with like Conan. We might be too young to really appreciate. Yeah, no, I Letterman. loved like kind of like him and Paul Schaefer together. That was a cool dynamic. Paulie Shore, you he's mean? He's definitely a badass, David Letterman. Uh, but I've always kind of, I've sort of related more to Conan. But then now Conan's sure. on TBS, and I, it's like weird. I don't. No, I know. Isn't it funny it's, how changing a network yeah. changes? It's still Conan. It surprisingly like yeah. changes a lot. But I don't even know when the show's on, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I love yeah. Conan. It's 
different. He's definitely funny as fuck. I saw him at LAX once. Mm-hmm. So tall. You guys know that? I figured he was tall. <laughs> I've heard. Tall. No. Oh, it's it was shocking. It's like yeah. that's oh. awesome to be tall, man. Having a presence like that. Yeah. I'm just a I'm just a four foot five man. <laughs> four foot four foot five, two hundred and eighty nine pounds. Of dynamite. Yeah. That's how I my Tinder profile sounds. Mm-hmm. Bob, do you have a Tinder profile? Uh, as a contingent plan. Sure. No, no I don't. I don't have a. T- I, of course, I don't have a Tinder. I am happily married. That's right, Bob's. Ha- let's let's introduce everyone in a committed okay, monogamous my name relationship. Is Bob Morris. To my right, Bob. I am a beach baby, and uh, beach baby. No, I, I love uh, I love uh, Los Angeles, and I love my dog and my wife, and uh, musics and. I like to go uh, on vacations to places and learn about foreign places. Oh, so and in the so in the castle, who are you in the castle? Oh, you're the lord. I'm pretty I'd sure I'm, the ca- I'm definitely the lord. You're the lord, L O R D E. Yeah, yeah. You are the artist lord. Yeah. On a forever residency. We could never be royal, Angie. Me and my wife. Yeah, we can. Lords. Yeah. We're lords. Uh, Brendan, where do you sit in this castle? Who are you? Where were you in the castle? You're like the executioner. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, you know, uh, that's an interesting question. I, I and it sounds like we've got the Lord, we've, mm-hmm. and I'm the wizard. Yeah. So that really leaves a lot of space for you. It does. Yeah. You don't need to necessarily like choose one. Yeah. Well, milkmaid could do that. I could be the jester. No. Which is a good. Definitely. Um, you know what they say about the jester, that, or the fool? He's the only one who could tell the uh, the king the truth. Oh, oh well. Because uh, everyone else was had to maintain their position, but the fool, was yeah. he, he, could, he could speak the truth, and he wouldn't be killed. Hmm. Mm. Because he'd be uh, wrapped in humor? And it's it, like, well, oh, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Kill me? Yeah. <laughs> who cares about that? He's worthless. <laughs> ah. yeah. Brendo is definitely like a vassal. Vassal. He is like a knight. Okay. Uh, expert mm-hmm. of his craft. Oh. Uh, dynamite on a horse. <laughs> and uh, knows how to put back a can of lager. Um, yeah. Well, I'll yeah. tell you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I, yeah. yeah. Try to. Um, uh, I'm maybe the moat digger. Perhaps. No, dude. Your first chair night. Uh, first chair night. All right. Shit. Yeah, first chair night. <laughs> That's good. That, yeah. Do you feel right. good about being first chair night, at I least do. for now? I do indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I once uh, ran, there was an honor society <laughs> at my high school, and I ran to be the president of it. Honor With, society? Uh, yeah. This, like, this music honor society. Mm-hmm. I ran to be the president. I won it and didn't expect to win. So just pretty much never went to a meeting of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, four, 50, 60 people on this side, just didn't care. The president was just like, psh. Not going. Yeah, <laughs> don't care. Sorry, yeah. I have previous engagements. Yeah, I was busy. I didn't want to do it. I didn't think they'd elect me. But, Is that yeah. uh, that's interesting? Hmm. Do you have any other situations where you were elected or won something and chose mm-hmm. not to uh, accept or? Uh, good question. You know, I'm not sure. I don't think so. I mean, I definitely accepted. I did. I had the. I had. I was in in name. I was, you know, the leader. But, 
But you did not take power. I did not take power. I did not, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, I guess I'd say, you know, <laughs> it was a little like, a little like the 4th of July. It was the 4th of July, 2004. Small town, right outside the city. A boy and his chow chow mix. Eating turkey. <laughs> do you think we should still celebrate the 4th of July? Uh, or do you think it's racist? <laughs> oh, uh, well. Racist? Just a question. Uh, I never, you know, I never saw race playing into the 4th of July. Hmm. But probably, yeah. How about now? Now I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> now that you say wait, wait, wait. it. I don't see what you, either way. What are you saying? Well. <laughs> what's up with 4th of July? Well, no. what, what even is it? You know, celebrate. No, it's like the day the that nation. they said that we were Not going to be an independent, or it's the day that we declared. I forget which. I believe it was the declaration. Was it about okay. the declaration? You, yeah. So, yeah. Signing of the Declaration of Independence. There you go. Boom. Mm-hmm. So, it, what day did we actually get independence? Or was well, that it? I guess I that's mean, technically what we decided that it was because we won. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. some, probably sometime in like January or something, they had to do a lot of paperwork leading yeah. up to the course. You know, a lot, a, of like, a lot of writing. <laughs> this is before shredding, too. Yeah. yeah, probably some committees. This is well before, I mean, they had like good <laughs> classical players, but yeah. like, shredding wasn't. It was mostly on paper. Well, ever, I think everyone was shredding. I don't think you could be a musician without just being a shredder. Right? That's oh, yeah, true. You gotta yeah. get the patronage. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely no BS. You could not. You, <laughs> it was all shredding. You couldn't be a big picture yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, it was just it, really interesting how the modern era has brought about the uh, a lot of professions that are just complete BS. A lot of people making money that is just complete BS. Like no what? skills to back it up whatsoever. Like, Big like, big picture, like what you were just mm-hmm. saying. Big, no, the big, big picture. picture guy. Well, who is that? Is that real or is that just in movies? Or oh, am I just not in the spheres? Is, is, big... is real. He's important. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. No, he's important. But it's he just comes like... in and says, yes, yes, no, yes, no, no, yes. Uh-huh. And then he leaves. And then you, you wonder what happened. <laughs> What's but that guy's story? How'd that guy just, get to be that he guy? He said yes or no at the right times okay. in so many binary mm-hmm. equations. So you that think he came he's out. like a random number generator no, who just came out no, on absolutely top? not. It's a person with, who's got great vision for strategy, okay. seeing mm. strategy. Like the, 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 like the archetype of the hawk seeing with mm. the bird's eye yes. views, yes. shitting on mm. all that he purveys, yep. surveys. Mm. Right. You ever say the mm. wrong word instead of the right word? Every, every, yeah, what? yeah. It's best just to say the right one after the wrong one. Right. Is it? Follow up. I think so. Catch it? Mm-hmm. Like it's like a typo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but what's the, then you're like, it's a Freudian slip. Like, you meant to say that. Oh, I'm going to slave it. Whoops, save it. You know, better to correct it immediately. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. But I guess the king, the role of the king was the big picture guy. He was a big picture guy and, you know. Uh, yeah, I think about it. Mm-hmm. Counterject my own opinion here. Stuck. No, the big picture guy is huge. He's he's a huge. Yeah, what the fuck, mm-hmm. Brendan? I he's guess just, I, you know you. You think you you're so fucking good? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a bolts. Well, you know, bolts guy. 
when you get into the fuck you know, other people. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm Brendan. Right. Yeah, that's that's, that's how I get by. Here. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Is this where we bully him? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We got him yeah, for a minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To you know, I'll do my uh, casual. Ah, okay. Well, well no, okay, but yeah. it's true. Maybe you did. Maybe it is true that. Uh, uh, or tell me, go. What were you saying? You were saying you were you were saying that. There's so many jobs. About, yeah, starting down the road about the, BS the, jobs. The, the BS jobs. Yeah. So maybe not big picture guy, but what else? What else is a legit yeah. BS job? Yeah, maybe we can uh, take the wind out of this. All my bad notions here. Um, well, no, maybe it's true. Right. Let me see. Like uh, uh, carpet digger. That's not a job. See, that that <laughs> would be a pointless job. Yeah. Why right. would you be digging that? Mm. Um, caddy. See, Brendan. Okay, okay. Got, what are you I, talking okay, about? Okay, so let's say like, uh, um, I mean, I guess it's, it's tough because like I, I see these as being BS in the sense of like relating back to what humans actually need. Oh. Um, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Is this like we, a hierarchy, uh, Brendan's hierarchy of needs? Yeah. Okay, here we you go. So, okay, so if we're talking about like, what, does, who, what, what do we actually need? Like, uh, 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 you know, social media manager. You know, what is that like? Yeah, like you that? do. Yeah, but like, okay, let's. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah, duh. I mean, I have one. I yeah. me Bob has one. That's right. why we have. Dr. You're managing both of us, Doctor John. Yeah, that's what I do. You know, that's our guy. But yeah, I mean, you think you know, there's a lot of jobs like that where you just break it down and give us another good one, Brendan. Here's another good one: <laughs> musician, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get right down to it. Yeah, that's uh, dumb. It's like you think back to what do we actually? Well, need? what is it that we actually need? So, what do you what do you think? If you had to break it down, well, if we're depriving you of your your mm-hmm. your th- everything you have, okay. Well, here's when here, we get back down to it, and you're like, okay, I'll get rid of that. Okay, here, I'll get rid of that. Okay, this here, I need. Yeah, what, this is where it gets we're tricky. Talking about the dong. I do well in a way, yes, but D O N G. What's tricky is that um, I've never, I haven't died yet, so I don't know what I can't live without. Interesting. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to take like five minutes on that one. Okay. So keep going. I've gone, I've, I, I haven't reached the point where, you know, well, oh shit, I did need that. <laughs> now I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Do you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, did need what? Whatever that, that it might be. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, it's like, you know. Okay, well, let's go the other way then. What is it that you think we don't need? Rather than that saying we what we do need. Uh, what do we do? What do we, we not don't need? don't need. You're saying we don't need social media. That's yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, we don't. You're don't saying social, social media. Yeah. Fuck social media. Well, Nothing yeah. good has ever happened because of that. No, no, I don't Nothing. think that. I don't think that's that. What you're I think that. Oh, <laughs> well, that, that, well. But that's what you said. That's a way to frame it, in a <laughs> sense, yes. Um, but, yeah, no, it. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I know? mean, I don't interact with it. I kind of choose not to interact with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's because it seems because I kind of agree with you. I think. Yeah. It, that it, fuck social media. Who needs it? Not yeah. good at all. It is not good. I don't think that uh, it. I think that it. You think people a should theory be behind less it? connected? Yeah, there's a theory behind it less that connection. I think makes sense. Well, that's the part that makes sense to me is the connection. Mm-hmm. But then you put in like human motivations and the things that like keep us going and, and love make us act the way well-being. we do. Yeah. 
Yeah. And all that's connected back to like survival, right? Sure. So then you connect survival back to it. And then people are like, how can I find a way to survive monetizing this thing, which is social media? And then the entire like DNA of it changes sure, into sure, something sure. that's just like. Well, this is also tying into, I think, what I was saying to Chris earlier before we started a podcast, right. which was uh, I'm learning how to not be liked okay. by everyone because. Because everyone liked you before. Yeah, everyone just was like really into me and I liked <laughs> now it. All of a sudden, I liked it just, and now like no yeah. one likes me. Fair enough. And I'm like, you know, I guess I got to adapt. Sure, fair enough. So now that no one likes me, I'm kind of like being like, well, no, it's not no, that no one likes you. I'm not going to change. You're uh, wrong. Right. You know, I'm great. No. Right. No, that's not at all what happens. But I've run into a few problems recently where my maybe somewhat like aggro uh, emotions hmm. have triggered in people things that have come back to me and to me i'm you know thinking of the good side of everyone and i'm not really realizing and you know i've just had a couple of occasions you know i've got a little thing with my neighbors where we're having a just a dispute and it feels like they have a picture of me in my mind in their mind of like this guy who's just so uh what's the word they kept using inconsiderate um when i've only met them twice and so it's like uh you know, and uh, I'm just running into this thing where I'm needing to realize that not everyone is going to jive, and you just got to accept right. not being liked by everyone. Oh, and I just try and be that. a good guy, but don't expect or need people to like you. No, that's the kind of realization I'm having. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Well, in this sense, though, you kind of need them to like you because you're neighbors. Oh yeah, I need so them to be okay. There's a practical reason to like me. find a peace. Oh yeah, I'm definitely right. looking for peace. I'm like, you know. We've had like our little foibles, our little mm-hmm. our things, but it's all good. I mean, I think that we're gonna be able to get that back together, um, and be able to at least understand that we're both human beings, mm-hmm. all and of us. On your end of it, you say you said that your aggro emotions have triggered this in people. No, potentially? I think that I think that the basketball game that I played the oh, other day, yeah, uh, caused this guy to start pinching my nipples and being Hello. like. You seem to. I bet you'd be a guy who likes that. And I'm like, dude, what are you? You're saying homophobic shit. We're literally playing with all actors. Like, I don't understand why you think that's okay at all. You think act, all actors are gay? Yes, sixty <laughs> percent. And so, point is, uh, this guy's pinching my nipples and I, you know, calling me fat. Maybe if you had a little less, it couldn't grab me. And I, it was so interesting because it made me feel like I was fourteen mm-hmm. or thirteen. I don't really know what the age of that kind of bullying is Mm -hmm. but i know that i'm not fat (laughs) and even if i was gay that's not something to say you look like a guy like what does that mean also uh heterosexual guys like their nipples tweaked as well love it Mm -hmm. little tweak never hurt nobody Mm -hmm. that's what my great grandma used to say it's a part of the game well i think that's something that's real amongst men men uh and boys, that uh, emasculating one another is a seems like a good move sometimes, right? <laughs> seems mm. like that's the right thing to do. Right. We'll emasculate each other. I guess that seems to be a thing that happens. I mean, I we're out there playing sports. Right. So, like, there are people who don't play sports. Mm. There are people who go to the gym and do a controlled routine among themselves. Yeah. And then there are people that actively play sports that are aggressive against one another. Mm. So I'm playing basketball, and I yeah. play very hard defense. 
You and play very hard defense. It's yeah, true. I've seen and it. And so sometimes people playing Bob pickup the brick, basketball. They call him because he's a fucking wall. People playing Bob pickup basketball don't like the guy who runs around too much. I try and play fair as I can. I don't like try and foul, but you know, yeah. it's a funny thing. But I think that's when I was <sighs> saying my aggro. Like, it's funny. To my I feel neighbors, like if I, I played basketball and I was playing defense, I'd be like helping them like get the ball. Like, God, you can get it in. I don't yeah. know that I would play good defense. Yep. I think no. you might play this game because you secretly want to kill the men on the hmm. on the on the court, you know? Or well, maybe I don't it's know. that I want to emasculate them. Maybe you want that's to emascul- my way of doing it. Right, totally. I or, don't know. I do, it's this Well is we're deep taught that to feel down. like a man you have to feel like the man Dominant. instead of a yeah. man, you know, mm-hmm. amongst men. And it does give you like a spike of like some chemical when you like are physically dominant in a situation it's interesting because you know uh you'll play basketball with a group of people and uh certain people you know who's i mean everyone kind of in the group sort of sees themselves as an alpha it's like when you're coming out of the ncaa and you're like the best player on your team and you're going to the nba and then you go and you're a rookie and like literally like most of the guys on the team are like higher up than you and you were the man Right. Uh, so, like, when you play pickup basketball, people's like whether how good they are is not as much defined with how they th- see themselves and yeah. how much control they take of the game. Yeah. There's the people who want to chill. There's the people who want to like, I got the ball, even though I'm like not the right choice to be holding the ball in this. I just am going to do it. You right. Know? Well, and sports are a high. It's a high stake thing. And I guess if you're playing amateur sports, uh-huh. you're going to get a wider variety of people who haven't maybe learned the lesson of like the good big lesson of sports, mm-hmm. which is that the game, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, whether you win or lose. It's how you play the game type of shit. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that the I've realized that the more you believe that you're the best on the basketball court, the better you play. Oh, I'm sure. And same thing goes in golf. Yeah. Um, and if you can kind of tell yourself, I mean, same thing goes in music. The more good you feel about how prepared you are or whatever, the more freedom and confidence you'll have. Yes. Yeah. I lo- I'm, I have a lot of. Uh, Who's this talking now? Brendan? This is, uh, yeah. I can't see you're in another room. It's just uh, <laughs> in here uh, baking these muffins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back in a Dude, minute. Dude, Jen made some sick muffins the other day. We've been eating muffins. You she guys baked been... an apple pie before. Oh, so you guys been on the sweet train. She's got another apple pie to make. She better be making it. Yeah, wow. Better be making that pie. See, that's the joke. That's the type of joke that I made the other day. It's not. It's different. No, no, no. It's the same type of joke. <laughs> I'll tell you why it's different. <laughs> before you tell me why it's different, let me connect. What... Okay. Okay. So the other day, I was I, I was putting rocks into my yard with both of you guys and several other people. That's right. And I made a joke to my friend Courtney and Angeline, my wife, and I said something to the effect of, like, I'm going to beat you later. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, here's the thing. I, you know, like... Yeah, it, that, it it definitely was not as bad as what I just said, but something to that effect, basically. Uh-huh. And Courtney, of, of and the reason violence. I the reason uh. I would say something like that is because the concept of no ever yeah. feeling uh, anything less than one quadrillion bajillion megavolts of love and admiration and respect and and like adoringness to my wife that I could not imagine the concept of her. Well, you being say hurt that to Angeline, way. she wouldn't take it. No, right. absolutely she takes not. Right absolutely not. But knows other people in this world have had different experiences, yeah. and it's easy to forget when you are living this loving, overwhelming joy 
towards this person right. that you have, it's not right. even a possibility of like that being ever well you're so in love that you have the luxury of joking about domestic violence sure you know it's like you're, but, it's such a it's you know, really a sure. testament to your sure to your relationship so in this pc culture we're in uh you know i think that you just i think the answer is to uh i think that shakespeare made a lot of shit jokes right sure uh, but i don't think they made it into the final cuts you know <laughs> Or is it Ben Franklin <laughs> that loves the scat? <laughs> oh, no, it was Mozart. Mozart. Mozart loved the scat jokes. I bet yeah. Shakespeare did, too. Yeah, they probably <laughs> love it. I mean, I do. It's hilarious. <laughs> scat, scat, scat. scat, scat Anyways, scat. point being, you really have to be cognizant of other people. And I think that's not an unfair thing to say. No, not unfair. And, I mean, when it gets into, like, professional comedians or someone broadcasting a podcast, mm-hmm. it's uh, you have to have a responsibility to be tasteful. But also, you should be allowed to... Make jokes uh, that are true to you without completely destroying someone else. Like, it's a... Well, it's a balance. It's a a fine line. It's a a balance. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a balance. And I tend to think that, like, it's better to err on the side of, like, well, I don't... Until you really know somebody, you just don't know their experiences. You know, it's tough to make certain jokes. I mean... Not That's true. Is it possible to have different chambers of jokes that you enter into as you understand the boundaries of the person you're interacting with? I've seen you uh, cross all the boundaries uh, <laughs> so many times. Well, yeah. uh, and I love uh-huh. it. It's hilarious, Is, but I've I do definitely felt uncomfortable at a few times. <laughs> okay. But I will say that I think in some ways... But I know well, But I know that you're along for the ride. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, I got my it? hand on that like handle by the driver's side of the car where yeah. you're like just turning a corner so fast and you're holding on and you're just like, why didn't I drive? Mm-hmm. And I mean, Brendan sure. hates my driving. So he probably, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a, you know, I'm a, I'm a turtle. Well, but, Brendan, do you, yeah. do, how about you? Do you get, you gotta, you gotta, so you're saying you, you say air on the side of caution when it comes to jokes that are about domestic violence. When I edit this, I'm going to make it say "air on the side of awesome," right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I guess that uh, my two cents is that, like, I've never. Okay, so, like, as an example, the other night, um, so we played a show at lot, at lot at lot one cafe, the Swishers. The other night. Yeah, the other night, a couple weeks ago, a week and a half ago, whatever it was. Still riding high though, huh? Right. And there was a whole, there was like a section of, and I, and I clearly remember this moment because I remember having like a reaction to it. There was a section of one of the stand-up comedians who was in, before our set. um, I know what you're going to say. Had a joke. Yeah, you know what I'm about to say. And that's why I'm saying it because this is why it's relevant. Yeah. So basically, um, there was a stand-up comedian who had a section where a joke veered off into like joking about ALS and like uh, I can't remember where it went from there, but it was just Assisted like living system. Of course, you can't remember where where it went from there because you went off on your own mental journey after that because it brought back memories. For oh, sure. So, like, yeah, so my dad passed away from ALS, but like, essentially, what I realized in that moment was not like my actually it was not my reaction to it. It was the reaction of those around me mm. and the people that knew me and knew what had happened to me. Because it, there was a few friends I had that had been laughing like hysterically the whole show, like thinking it was the funniest thing ever. And then I heard that joke, and I heard them all go like, "Oh, like, like, oh, not funny." And it was like, it was in that moment I realized that like, 
of so much is that context and like what you've had experienced in your life. So it's like, um, you know, and to me, like I didn't mind the joke at all. It was like, I totally get it. This is like not, you know, right. I, I understand the context of this. It's not, it doesn't bum me out. Like I, you know, of course I have feelings well, attached to Do you to remember the, the joke? I don't exactly. But was it, it funny? Yeah. I mean, I think at the context it was funny. Yeah. She was yeah. doing a great job. Like the whole set was really funny and it was like, she it, was really funny. Yeah. It was like, it worked really well. And I like, I was like, huh? Okay. Yeah. No, you know, you don't want that to be offended for me. It's okay. You know, yeah, yeah. like I, I'm not, I'm not hurt by that. I'm, you know, it could, you could insert any illness there. It didn't matter. It was the same job. Well, it's like, I guess they probably, they, you had, you probably had what you might call a large wound from the passing of your father that you've sure. been working on. Cause how could you not? Because sure. you just have to, but they probably just haven't addressed that for themselves at all. The reality of, you know, your father dying and then because if they did they'd have to think about their father dying sure and it's like this little pre-wound that they have for the inevitable mm-hmm. of the demise of their own father and comedy is like some sort of like lemon juice that like sprays out like super hot acidic you know and it's hilarious until it hits your wound right and then you're just burning right uh but that's good for you because it sounds like you got your shit together that it didn't burn well, it you doesn't know? burn me. It does, like, of course, it makes you think about that thing, which is like, yeah. but it doesn't, like, offend me in any way. Which, uh, but I'm right. not like, like how I'm dare not, she yeah. joke about that? Yeah, but I'm not, like, my opinion and the way I take those things, I think, is not necessarily indicative of how others might. You know what I mean? Like, I have family members who, if they had been in the room for that joke, I'm sure it would have been just, like, yeah. very upset and sad and, like, walked out, you know? And that's, like, it's just context and stuff. So, so you're then, able to compartmentalize a comedian saying a joke that is or isn't funny, mm-hmm. and you're able to compartmentalize the fact that your dad died of a very painful disease. Right. Um, I think that's super amazing. Um, I think that that's, you know, obviously, I mean, you're saying basically err on the side of caution, but you're also saying that you understood the joke, but that's. Yeah, I know, and they're contradicting. They're contradicting ideas. No, 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 for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is. Oh, a- yeah. What the fuck? Well, they're they're two contradicting <laughs> ideas. But my reason for erring on the side of caution is because I think that, like, I think of myself as being like oftentimes able to like, uh, kind of just I can just like withstand a hit, a harder hit than like mm. a lot of people. Um, not a lot of people. I shouldn't say a lot of people, but some people. You know, I'm I'm. I, I can kind of weather the storm a bit more with certain things than others, and so I is that I, because you're first chair knight? Because I'm a first chair. Knight. Yes, thank you, thank you for uh, reiterating. It sounds but, like yeah. the 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 characteristic of a first chair knight. Well, being able to weather that. a storm and then also being gentle with his blows. That's what I try to do. Children, yeah. stay steady. <laughs> but, yeah, mission. But yeah, so I, I like to think that like I am. Uh, I am, I'm sure I'm exactly the same as a large percentage of people and I'm exactly the opposite of a large percentage of people who, and so mm-hmm. for all those people out there that like I'm the opposite of, um, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to trigger something in them because it's not worth it and it doesn't, doesn't improve either of our lives and make anything funnier or better by doing it. And, uh, Where do we draw yeah. the line, though? It's my question, because both of us have made jokes about being under five feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, this is a good point. Uh, so, 
And that's and you're thinking is, about short people. I'm thinking and about. And I guess this is know, a good question. Short people. I talked about how great it would be tall too. That's like a little extra lemon in the the wound there. You know. <laughs> well, you guys wish you were taller. I have a clear preference for tall people. I what? mean, I've been to Amsterdam. Your where... wife is the shortest person I've ever met. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about a sexual preference. I'm just saying tall people are cool. You only like your wife for sex, huh? I only like short people for sex and tall people for business. Okay. All right. Sort of like a mullet. But you yeah. think tall people are better <laughs> yes. in, ge- in a general yeah, sense? Yeah, much better. Because they can see? They can see up over everybody's uh. head. If uh, if you're like, hey, where's Jimmy? You just poke your tall friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he'll be, oh, well, he's over there with the corn because, dog in his mouth. Is it because yeah. you like basketball and tall no, people are so preferred? No, I'm just preferred? saying that I think that uh, I'm saying I don't actually prefer tall people. I'm just mm-hmm. kidding around. But like, obviously, there's statistics that will say that tall people fare much better in business don't they die uh, sooner or the, the probably, extremely they, tall. if you have like you're uh, saying, fans saying syndrome, their yeah, probably. salaries of tall people is much higher it's like statistically true is that true yeah, I, I, I wouldn't yes, believe it is it. true yeah. absolutely yeah. because i mean i think that they have a certain confidence from being larger than the other children that carries over through school mm-hmm. of being the largest presence and yeah. you have you derive power from uh that you know what about dominant oh yeah what about kevin hart gotcha yeah that's true. That's true. What about well, Dan DeVito? Dan, Dan See, I mean, you're Dan talking DeVito. about people who are yeah. not of average size. You're talking yeah. about people who are particularly small who yeah. play up, play what? off of that. Yeah, How little people. You? Yeah, yeah, little um, people. And uh, Kevin Hart, I doubt he's even that small. He's probably like five eleven or something like that. He's probably my height. I'm gonna go. But he just it. plays. I think he's very short. Yeah. With okay, maybe he's really short. But yeah, he I worked, plays <laughs> with like the small guy image, and obviously, wasn't he in a movie with The Rock? Yeah, they yeah, were just yeah, doing sure. the twins thing. Yeah. You know, it's classic. Like us, us Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, let's get the buff guy. Wait, no, get that's not right. Yes, <laughs> I start dude. typing in Kevin Hart. The third Kevin H. Then I get Kevin Hart. Then Kevin Hart height is yeah. the third most searched thing yeah, for Kevin. Part of it. That's it. He, that's fine. That five four. Him. Five foot four. Pretty okay, small. So he's small. He's a small guy. But he's not a midget. A well, here's a or is that, right. That's right, not, you, right, that's the not the right term. Yeah, it's. it's I, I believe it's. Person. I believe it's a little person. Here's an interesting thing about little people. Yeah. No souls. Uh, well, you know, not like the tall people. That's for sure. Work for candy. They have double souls. You know? Twice um, the soul. Twice they love the body. Canned food. Yeah, they love canned food. Um, so little fact. little people. Uh, I know <clears throat> someone who was a child child actor, and they said that because of child labor laws, um, at certain points, um, they would have to have uh, stand-ins, and they would have little people stand-ins. There were little people that were dressed exactly like them. They looked exactly. Seinfeld has an I've episode this. like this. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know about this. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, this is very real. And there will just be if you're a child, you're on set. There's just like a little fully grown person like walking around behind you all day, looking like you. Like, uh. That's so crazy. What do you mean, like? Uh. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, how? <laughs> no, I figure they're following you around. Like, well, I think it's just like. We're not used to seeing them because there aren't that many of them. I think that's what it is, right? Uh, yes, probably. Well, there's probably a, a ton, and we are just so tall that we just can't. Well, maybe we could poke a tall friend to point some out to us. Yeah. Well, We're, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can see the comments now, guys. It's going to fuel us forever. I'm compartmentalizing uh, the results of that conversation right now. Mm-hmm. Back to compartmentalizing. Okay. What the fuck does that even mean? Um, it means you're able to like accept <clears throat> that you are 
you have an issue of some sort, but you're able to put it out of your mind to focus on the task at hand. You compartmentalize every time you play a concert, I think. You say, forget about the fact that I'm 15 weeks late on my credit card. I'm going to play this bass line, right? <laughs> that's, yes, that's exactly what happened. No, I mean, but isn't aren't we compartmentalizing all the time? Every like day, to every say, moment. Yeah, yeah yes, every yeah. moment. Like yeah. to say that you're compartmentalizing something is like to say nothing. Well, so yeah, say but I think maybe living. it's more like, maybe you should look this up, but I think it's more like when there's a problem that you're putting away or like a painful <coughs> thing. Is it called, uh, is it like taking, discuss. yeah, compartment. Yeah. Cause I hear it in a negative sense, but it seems no, to be seems a to great be, thing to do. Thing. Mm. Put it away, baby. Can't fix it all. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So, <coughs> oh yeah. Compartmentalize, divide into sections or categories. He had the ability to com- compartmentalize his life. Okay. Psychology. Compartmentalization is a subconscious psychological defense mechanism, ooh, aggressive, used to avoid cognitive dissonance or the mental discomfort or anxiety caused by a person's having conflicting values, cognitions, emotions, beliefs, etc. within themselves. So it's about a contradiction. It's what you do in the face of like a paradox, which seems to be the basis of our existence. Uh, Our existence seems to be kind of paradoxical, hence all the compartmentalization. Yeah. You know, <laughs> time and space being a continuum and whatnot, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure about that, though? What? Are you even sure that the world is round? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the paradox. The, the uncertainty abounds. Like, you know, we kind of have to, like... Unpack that for me. Take a section of it. Help me well, out I'm here. taking the ribbon. Okay. It's very nicely tied. Mm-hmm. And I'm slipping the bottom part through the hole... <laughs> and I'm undoing the ribbon. And I'm going to unpack this whole thing. Okay. Ribbon first. Yeah, that Slide. was very seductive. I'm sliding. It is staring into my eyes and saying all these. I'm sliding the ribbon off the box. It opens up. Okay. Shell gasoline gift card. <laughs> 50 do- three <laughs> shell gasoline gift cards, $50 each. $50 each. 150 total. Yeah. What do you do? You hit the road. Yeah, you hit the road. Oh, you're driving. Yeah. All for you. Uh-huh. Oh, you're going too fast. Excuse me. Oh, God, what did I do? Roll down your window, please. Do I have to, sir? Yes, please roll down your window. Okay, may I ask what I did wrong? No, uh, no. Give me your license and your registration, please. Okay, my registration just expired. The new stuff's in the mail. Okay, I don't really... Give a shit, okay? As I didn't give you, you give me your license registration. Okay, sir. Um, okay. No, I'm gonna need you to step out of the car. Okay, sure. I'll get out of the car. I need you to step what's out. What's going on here? Do you need some backup? I saw you guys pulled over. I thought I'd give you some backup. Yeah, just this, took... this guy. <laughs> Sorry, were you speeding? Uh, I might have, might have going five over. I my my registration is just a few days. Are you out, talking I... about speed limits, like the speed limit of the plank? Distance. You no, know, I can't drive 55. I think. <clears throat> All right, that's the. What'd you, what'd you get at? What'd you get so I'm out sliding of the, car? the ribbon <laughs> okay. off the box. Back to the ribbon. Okay. What was I unpacking? You were unpacking uh, the paradox of humanity. 
wall of being alive. <sighs> it's so weird to be alive in this like weird capitalistic society. That's pretty weird. Well, it's like it is. But I guess I'm more talking like how we know that there's different there's spectrums of things, like the light spectrum, where there's there's things that we can't perceive with our eyes, but we we can perceive now with like our scientific instruments. Yeah. In our imagination. Um, yeah. VR, so VR. right there, like the limits of our eyes to me seems to be a compartmentalizing of existence. You know about the mantis shrimp. That's that colorful, that color loving shrimp. Uh, the color, the color loving shrimp. Yeah, with all the cones, the cones and the rods. See all right. So many colors. So many colors. See. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I guess it's really a conversation killer to go to the the end of existence. That's why we compartmentalize so we can talk. Yeah, we don't think about the fact that I've been alive for thirty three years and I probably am only going to live another four. No, we don't talk about we that. We don't talk about that. Yeah, no. and we won't talk about that. No, we don't. Yeah, let's just move on, guys. Why are we even talking about it now? Thinking about hiring a new social media manager. Yeah, Dr. John ain't or, doing it. No, he's not. He's not a real doctor, you know. He's a doctor of... Not a real doctor! <laughs> not a real doctor! What do you mean, not a real doctor? I said he don't got no PhD. Just got a DMV Ain't into PCP Ain't down with LSD LSD Little short dick Little short dick (laughs) That's what LSD stands for He had a little LSD (laughs) That's what I say when I say he had a little pee pee, a little pee pee, a little wee wee, a little wee wee. Ooh, LSD, little shorty. Bam. <sighs> little shorty. Yeah. Anything super. Uh, Super private, you can tell me about your relationship with your brother? Uh, super private? No, I don't think so. Tell me about your brother. My brother's the, sh- the, the shit. He's very tall. Is he a winner? I don't being you, all that tall. Which should impress you. Which ought to impress you, Bob. Thank you. You know, you just gave me a New York Times movie review. Next time I see him, I'm going to like it before I even see him. <laughs> I know it's great. Because he's tall. He's tall. He's tall. He's got, he's got a baby. Mm-hmm. How much? Two. Two dollar. <laughs> okay. It's a steal. Damn. Damn. All right. Well, how long do you think we've been doing this? I would say. 56 thir- minutes. 32 minutes. 53 minutes. Oh, Jesus. 54. Can you okay. believe it? Okay. Well. I'd like to thank our sponsors, um, Applebee's. Applebee's. We could do this again, right? Uh-huh. We could do it. We could plug in. <laughs> we could in. get so good at this, we it could, would be insane. We could plug in instruments. You could have the SPD. Could have the SPD. You could play like just drum beats. Oh, yeah. We could, we have, could have a guest. We can have a guest. I think yeah. a guest is because 
you know, we're I I yeah. I think that we're yes, like for the, sure. We need a guest. We're the portal. Yeah, the three of us, and we need to like bring someone. First guess, Brad. Maybe we Brad Snow. Snow. maybe we have the same setup, and we just have the person lay in the middle. I like it on the floor yeah. like this. It's very nice and intimate. Yeah. We've been laying on this oh, yeah. very thick shag carpet in yeah. a dark room, only yeah. lit up by monitors and a little. It's very hot. Yeah. It's nice hot light on the floor. It's kind of nice it's not though. Hot. The fans on a little bit. Is it daytime still? And wool socks. It's daytime, but there are these panels blocking the windows out, so it's just completely dark. Pitch black, yeah. I do imagine that we're in the jungle at night, really, um, (laughs) you know, in South America, but I'm actually in a dark room in Outwater Village. Uh, Oh, dude, you got to put up some bamboo. Oh, yeah, I do have to put up some bamboo. Call this Brendo's Jungle Room. Brendo's Jungle Room. You could have a laser tag uh, set up. It's just nothing jungly about it. Not one. All bit. you need is like a some of those. What are those things called? Totem a wallpaper. Poles? A wallpaper from my desktop. Oh, and totem yeah, poles. Totem, All right, bamboo. tiki torches. Yeah, Let's yeah. close it out with a wrap. Okay. So we'll go Bob, me, Brendan. Okay. While you rap, we'll beatbox, and whoever's not rapping, we'll just keep the beat going. Okay. Okay. I've never done this before. So. That's fine. All right. Yeah, me either. <laughs> This is the Liswish Podcast. Better listen fast. You better act. It's gonna be real good. Oh, oh. Take a pee. That's what I do sometimes Yo, after showers. I'm a pee monster. I'm in your pee shower. I wanna see the flower grow with my pee pee power. I'm gonna urinate on your plant. I'm gonna take it to the store. And I'll take it and I'll rant a little. Uh, I like peeing on the beach. Uh, it's your mother speaking. What's up? Hello. What do you want? Sounds weird. It's your mother. This is your mother. Get in my room. Stop. All right.